Hey, hello, hi, everybody. Jeff Reinbold for the Jeff Reinbold Show. And we are doing this across thousands and thousands of miles. In the magic of the internet, Michael, who is sitting in Ireland, he's joining me. And I am back home in Hawaii. And I'm sitting on my lanai watching the rain come down on a beautiful Hawaiian day. Michael, welcome to the Jeff Reinbold Show. It's great to have you as always. How are things in Ireland? Jeff, I, I love you. I love you to death. But... And when you're in Hawaii, I get nervous. I get nervous for the internet. I get nervous for so many reasons. I just, I get nervous. But here, we are, rumor, like per source, per source, not sauce. We are four days out from you being back in the UK. Is that that true? That is the absolute factual truth. I will leave here on Monday, fly all day. So that I can be in London on Tuesday, about 10 o'clock in the morning. And then we are having our Thanksgiving show on Thursday. And then I'm meeting up with you in Manchester for our Manchester show. And uh, at Shooter's Bar, I think it is. Beer Calorie. Yeah, where we were last, last year. It's a great venue, great crowd. It'll be loud. It'll be crazy. And uh, I've had already been told that there is a... Irish guy that uh, is planning on throwing a jug of lager at me on stage. No, no, who that might be. Don't but tell me rattles not. All of this madness is brought to you by 888 Sport, the official gambling partner of the National Football League in both the UK and Ireland. Jeff, you went to Monday Night Football. Now, yes, please tell me you met John Sutcliffe. Please. <laughs> You know what? I didn't meet John Sutcliffe, but I met I met a seventy one thousand crazy Buffalo Bills fans. And I'm going to tell you something. You know, Mike, it's so it's so it's so hard, really, to work this work on the sidelines or work in the booth. You know, either in broadcasting or in coaching, and then to go sit in the stands and watch a game in the stands. And we I did. I watched it in some end zone seats, great seats, Ben. Uh, Mortimer, the guys from Touchdown Trips, great seats, great fun, great tailgate party. The whole great thing was game. a blast. It was a great game, and I'm going to tell you something. There were some fans around me that I swear to God, I don't know if they could have got any more beer in them. It was it would may have been humanly impossible. As a matter of fact, we had one casualty sitting right out, right down in front of me. He by the second quarter, he he was just he'd given up. He he had to throw up the white flag. Fred wants to know how cold Buffalo Stadiums is. Well, you know what? We really lucked out because it was it was only in the low 40s. Uh, so I don't know what that is about. Probably, I don't know, eight, nine degrees and uh, in Celsius. But I can see where that place is brutal when you get in, when the wind starts blowing in there because it sits down. It's actually burned. It sits down in the ground. And when the wind comes in, the wind just kind of swirls around in it. And no wonder why, you know, kickers have so much trouble kicking in the thing. It's interesting. Lutz missed that last field, last second field goal. And had it not been for a just a really, really bad play by the Buffalo special teams, um, they would have lost the game. And I watched him out in warmups early out. I, I watched him and he was struggling, particularly struggling the way he was kicking, you know, that into that corner of the end zone. He was really, really just about 50% from anything outside of 30 yards. So um, what an 
incredible game, but you know, it just goes to show you, man, you can play as well as the Bills did. And if you just if you turn the ball over in the National Football League, it's hard to win football games. And they turned it over five times and cost Kenny uh Kenny Dorsey his job after the game. You see, I'm asking you a question about your friend and my friend John because I really thought that you'd be up chatting to him, you know? And I'm sure you've seen the viral video by now, yeah? In terms oh, of what happened? Prior to the game? Yeah. I, I, you know, I saw the video, but I didn't, there was no sound on it. it Here was, it is. Here it is. ¿Qué onda, mi hermano? ¿Cómo estás? Lo siento. Monday Night Football? Sí. Una, dos, tres, cuatro. Monday Night Football. Americano Football. Football Americano. Football Americano. Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia. Hermano, gracias. A man is a king. El King. I can't believe you. Oh, hey, 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 you've been in, you've been to Spain. You 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 holiday in Spain, El Rey. El the king is El Rey. Okay. Come on, man. Okay, well, okay. Right, week eleven, the small matter of a huge Thursday night game, which is irrelevant by the time this podcast goes out on a Friday morning, and a massive Super Bowl rematch on Monday night. I can't wait. I'm gonna stay up and watch it. It must be nice for you watching Monday Night Football at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, Jeff, in Hawaii. Oh, you're going to miss it because you're on the plane. I'm going to be missing it because I'll be flying unless they have it on the airplane. But, hey, I'm going to tell you something. Tonight is huge. You know, you talk about the Ravens who gave one away last week to the Browns and totally not in, you know, in their character. You know, Lamar throws a bad pick at the end of the game. They can't finish the game. And that's usually when, when they squeeze teams out. When they, you know, they get ahead, they just squeeze you to death. But for Cincinnati, this is big. I mean, this is really, really big. Now, I'm starting to sound like you, right? But this is really, really a big game because if they don't win this one, it's going to be tough. And, you know, the Bills, that's what, you know, that's what all the talk was in Buffalo. The Bills are like a 500 football team. And are you, you know, are you going to find enough wins over the last seven games or whatever is left to, to get to the playoffs? And you look at their schedule, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Chiefs. I mean, they got a tough, the Dolphins, they got a tough schedule down the stretch. I'll start off with a pick, then. I'm taking Baltimore to win tonight against Cincinnati. I agree with you. I think I think Baltimore win, and since they're a little nicked up, I'm not sure about their defense. You know, they they're some of their best players are a little nicked up on defense. So, I think I'll I think I'll take Baltimore to bounce back. Your internet's a little nicked up on defense. Uh, Dallas at Carolina kicks off the Sunday slate. I think Dallas wins this game, Jeff. I mean, yeah, by at least twenty. Oh, and Dallas Ooh. doesn't play well on the road, but Carolina's a bad football. team. One thing that's changed slightly from us talking on Monday to now is the confirmation that Sean Watson out for the season. Obviously, a big weekend over here. We've got a watch party in Crook Park for the Steelers-Browns game. 500 people coming, including your best friend, Handsome Hank, who's over on the Sunday as well. Everyone's going to be there, apart from you, Jeff. Even Phoebe and Hannah are going to be there. Where are you, man? Where are you? Hey, I, that is my birthday. And I'm planning to spend my birthday with my wife. I love you, Mike. I love the fans in the UK, but I love my wife more. And I'm going to spend my birthday with my wife. 
I will also say that was well said. That watch party, I think, will be the start of. I don't know if the I don't know I I don't know how to say this exactly, but I don't think the Steelers need a lot of convincing, but I think that watch party when they see how passionate those fans are 500 fans to watch the Steeler game that is going to be another push in the direction of getting a Steelers game in you know I don't know if it's going to be Croak I don't know if it's going to be Aviva but I know that they're going to come I just feel it in my bones that they are coming and I would not be surprised if they don't make an announcement that this weekend about that that's I'm just I just it's a feel I got I can't I can't confirm it I just got a feel. I have a feel it'll be a few years down the line personally, but I hope you're right and hope I'm wrong. I'm gonna take the Steelers to go to seven three in the seasons, Jeff. Seven three, three in Dublin or something. And you know what's so beautiful about it is they find ways to win, right? Because you know I listen to all the pundits that don't know anything about football. And they say, well, they they won, you know, their soft wins because they, you know, they've been out gained seven straight times and this and that. You know what matters? Points matter. And as long as you have one more point than the opposition, you go home happy and they go home sad. And the Steelers are a good football team and they find ways to win football games. Are they great offensively? No. Does Kenny Pickett have to play better down the stretch? Yes. You know. Is Pickens inconsistent at times? Yes. Can they protect the quarterback? Well, no. Do they run the ball well? No. But they do enough, you know, and they've proven it. How many how many games you got to win before people believe that you're pretty good? I like it, Jeff. I'm really excited about this weekend. If you do see us, give me a shout on Sunday. I can't wait to meet I you all. It's going to be a great crack. I want to... You better There's give no me way. a shout because I, I can't wait to see what it looks like in that place with 500 terrible towels waving. I should probably use this as a method. Um, obviously, Hannah and Phoebe are coming over. Great to have Phoebe over on Tuesday night. You were in the deer's head not long ago, Jeff, and we're excited to have you over to Belfast. Just great to have so many people come over to these events. So um, very appreciative. Looking forward to Sunday night for all the non-students. Let's move on. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Um, because it needs to be said. I'm not saying it because you're my friend. I'm saying it because it's true. You have done a fantastic job. And I mean a fantastic job of pushing the game forward in Ireland. And, you know, it's amazing now when you see all of the things that are happening in Ireland. And so much of that, so much of that energy, so much of that movement, so much of that, you know, positive positive you know stuff that's going on in in ireland relative to the nfl is is really to a great extent because of you i think there's many parties in play but i i, I definitely appreciate what you're saying jeff thank you very much yeah. and can i just thank everyone that's coming to Nigel on saturday night it's completely sold out so awesome my awesome. God. They're going to have a great and time. And you'll be there on that exact same stage in three months. Don't worry. It'll be great crack. But l- looking forward to getting a few Jeff Rainbow stories out of Neil as well. See if you can give uh, it. Easy up. now. Easy. <laughs> Minnesota all over again. Chicago yeah. at Detroit. Um, I'm taking the Lions, Jeff. I mean, some of these games are 
Okay, all Lions fans, you've been warned. You've been warned by Dan Campbell. You've been warned by the head football coach, right? So you better pay attention. Wear a diaper if you watch this game. Wear a diaper. Did you not see what he said? I I, I seen that he said it could be a it could be a trap game. I didn't hear the diaper comment. No, he, he, this was after last weekend's game, Michael. He says, you know, he he they went for it on fourth down five times and got four of them. They ran the ball. I think it was fourth and four, and they ran the ball and got it right. Who runs the ball on fourth and four? But he, he was in this post game press conference, and as only Dan Campbell could, he's they. Ask him about going for it. Why did you go for it so many times? And he said, sometimes you got to let the analytics go and you got to go with your gut and you got to show your team that you believe in them. And if you're a Lions fan, I told my family, if you're, if you're watching these games, just put a diaper on. Because, because, and I, yes, in the world. But he's, because, he, you know, he, what he's saying is you're going to pee your pants, you know, because what is he doing? But you, you got to love the guy. I mean, you got to love the guy. And you got to love his football team because they they play so hard. It's, it's hard not to love him because what, what he has done with that team in such a short period of time is incredible to see. It really, really is. And pr props to him for what he's done, Jeff. Mike, yeah. think, about, think about all of the coaches who have come through there, right? I mean, you're talking about some Mar Rod Marinelli, Marty Morningwig. Um, I mean, Matt Millen was the GM. They had, you know, I mean, they've had all kinds of guys in there that some have come in with Super Bowl resumes and haven't been able to win there, right? And, and you go back to, it's not been this good in Detroit you know, I see so you got to go back to the nineties, I think. And I'm not sure that they were even this good in the nineties when they had the, maybe the best running back that ever carried the football. And, you know, they were running to run and shoot and they were scoring tons of points. And, um, but you know, I, I just, it's amazing what he has been in, like you say, and to do it in three short years is incredible. I'm taking Detroit chargers at green Bay. I'm the charge of my man. Oof. You know what? Packers did not look good to me the other night. And, you know, you can see how frustrated, uh, you know, LaFleur is with, with love. I just, you know, there's inconsistent play. I, I'm going to take the Chargers, but God dang, it's so hard to take the Chargers, Mike. I mean, they gave up, what, 400 and some yards of offense the other day. And, you know, Brandon Staley is supposed to be a good defensive coach, and they got great defense defensive players at every level of that defense and they can't stop anybody I, I just it's a frustrating thing to watch i have missed your bird your bird noises in the background jeff i have to say yeah we got a we got a nest right up here in on the lanai so uh i think they're lions fans the diapers are on i am really intrigued to hear your thoughts on this game genuinely Arizona with Kyler Murray going to Houston. CJ Stroud. Go for it, my man. Go for okay. it. Okay. Yeah, I, I love it because here's here's the thing. Kyler Murray did some things the other night that you shouldn't be able to do. 
right? He had his knee reconstructed a year ago, right? He's had he's taken no live hits. He's had no training camp. He's had no preseason games, right? He's had no live reps. Practice reps are not anywhere close to as fast as game reps are. And he went out there and ran around and I mean, I was I was shocked how well he played. And I just think that's a real credit to him. And it's going to be interesting now. What are they going to do with him? Is he are they going to continue with him as the face of the franchise? You know, that was the big question. And everybody's saying, well, why why are you activating him? Why are you putting him at risk? I think he's I think he's auditioning for his job, frankly. And he passed the first audition, I think, extremely well. Um, on the other hand, you go over to CJ Stroud, and if he's not rookie of the year, I'm I'm saying right now, look at his numbers. I'm just talking about his numbers. And two last you know, last drive wins in the last two weeks. Look at his numbers. He should be in the MVP comp. Now it'll never happen, right? Because that's an award that's, you know, you win it the year before, you know, and everybody says Patrick Mahomes is going to win it. Or I'm telling you, CJ Stroud has had the most impact. You talk about most valuable player. Let's change the name of the award, call it the most outstanding or call it whatever, but it's not the most valuable player because no player has elevated his franchise more than C.J. Stroud has. Not even close. And he's also the spinoff benefits of that. He's put Tank Dell in the Rookie of the Year conversation. He's put his own head coach in the Coach of the Year conversation. And that's what great quarterbacks do. They elevate the play of everybody around him. And, and this Houston team, they get through this one. They got a real legitimate shot at making the playoffs. That's a big mic drop moment there, my man. The big mic drop. Look, when a guy that young goes out for weeks and plays at the top of his game and then last week throws five touchdowns, it's clutch, man. It is so clutch. But it is so refreshing to see, Jeff. I love it. It's like you're watching the future of the league. It just explodes right in front of you. I love it. In, 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 you know what? I'm sure everybody at 280 Park feels the same way in New York, and that's where the league offices are. And you, you know, you, you're looking at a young kid who is totally revitalized a downtrodden franchise, who's gone nothing since the Deshaun Watson, you know, scandal, has had nothing but bad press and bad news, and you know, and here comes this kid out of Ohio State, and he has completely changed the narrative in Houston. And I think that's fantastic for the National Football League and certainly fantastic for, for the Texans and Texans fans everywhere. Jeff, we're about 20 minutes in. Your internet's picking up. I'm loving it. Um, we're, we are flying through these games, my man. Tennessee at Jacksonville. What do you think? Well, I think Jacksonville needs to come back and, and bounce back. You know, they had had that run of four straight wins and, you know, were hot. And then they got into San, you know, San Francisco came into town and kind of showed them who's boss. Um, this is a scary game if you're Jacksonville because Tennessee is a pretty good football team and Tennessee is going to always compete and Vrabel will have them prepared and all that. Um, but I'm going to take I'm going to take Jacksonville in this because I think Doug Peterson will get them to bounce bounce back and and uh, they're not you know Tennessee is not San Francisco. I haven't given a pick for the last game. I'm going to say that Houston beats Arizona by a field goal. A close game, and um, 
I'll take Jacksonville. I was surprised with how much they lost by last week against against the Niners, though, Jeff. I thought they'd put up a bigger performance, to be fair. Um, okay, Raiders. Oh, Very at nice. the Dolphins. Can the Raiders continue this incredible form, Jeff, going to Miami? Um, I think this is going to be a better game than people think it's going to be. You know, I think Antonio Pierce has found the uh, formula for success with the Raiders, and that really starts with the running back, Josh Jacobs, and getting him touches. I think his, I think he was in the 30s, I think, believe, last week in terms of touches of the football, running it and catching it. And that's going to be big-time important because they've got a rookie quarterback. Um, defensively, I don't know if they've got enough to hang in there, you know, with the Dolphins. Their best hope is that Max Crosby has one of those games where, you know, he, he's putting a quarterback on the ground a bunch and they get some big plays. But I just can't see them, you know, unless unless Antonio Pierce decides to take the air out of the ball and just go slow and pound and pound and pound away and try and keep it close and win it in the fourth quarter because they, they cannot get in a shootout with Miami and survive. They're going to they're gonna have to try and win the game in the fourth quarter. I have to take Miami. I feel like after how they were in Frankfurt, it's, it, it, I, I, I feel like I'm being judged on this show now every time I say it's a must-win game. Miami need to win this game. They have to. Yes, they do. They do. Don't have to, but they need to. They, they need, need to. to. They need to. You're right. Okay. Game of the week. Got it. Biggest game of the week. The Giants of Washington, Jeff. Ay, ay, ay. You know what? It, it just kills me what I'm watching in New York. It just really, really hurts me because I think Brian Dable's a very good football coach. I really like Wink Martindale. I think he's a great defensive coach. But that thing is completely unraveling in front of our, in front of our eyes. You know, you see the stuff going on on the sidelines. You know, the coaches arguing, the players calling the coaches out in the media after games. I mean, just all the things that happen when you get into that losing. You know, we call it the land of suck. When you're living in the land of suck, which is what losing is, it, it affects you and it affects everything around you. And I just. You know, I think Sam Howell is going to be the answer long term in for uh, the Commanders, and you know I'm not sure if Ron Rivera is going to be coaching the Commanders past this year, but I really do believe that they're a good young football team, and you know they created some cap space and some opportunity for some guys when they traded away Sweat and uh, Chase Young a couple weeks ago. So I, I think the Commanders will go in there and win. I have to say I'm probably gonna, I'm probably going to be on the road after this Steelers game from Dublin, so I'm quite happy with this late window. Uh, we've got Tampa Bay at San Francisco to kick off with. The handicap is minus twelve and a half with our partners. Either the sport eighteen plus. Do please do bet responsibly. Um, wow, <laughs> this could be a this could be a cricket score, Jeff. I'm sorry, but I I think the Niners are going to go marching on. I don't I, I don't agree. I think this is I, if you ask me to I'd take the under on this 12 and a half. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You know, that's a pretty good spread. And, you know, Todd Bowles, good defensive coach. They've got some good defensive players. I, I, I don't know if, you know, I just don't know. And, and where Tampa Bay can attack you is in throwing game. 
if Baker's, you know, if Baker's hot. When Baker gets on a heater, he can be a handful, and they've got some, you know, they've got some big-time receivers. So I think that Evans and those guys will make it tough. That's that's the secondary in, in uh, San Francisco is a little suspect. Now, they got to be able to protect the passer, but if they can – Give Baker a little bit of time. He'll he'll make it tough on him. I think San Francisco will win the game, but I think it's going to be closer than 12 and a half. I think it's 20, 30 points. I don't have we're right. in the show. We're, right. we're, very, um, we're very aligned on picks so far tonight, I have to say. The Jets at the Bills now. Now, Jeff, this is either going to be a game where the Bills go out and realize what's happened, or this is going to be a game where Brees Hall and the Jets' defense come up. I'm taking the Jets to win this game by field goal. I think the way Josh Allen's been playing the last few weeks, we've seen him the overnight. I think he's got. I think he's got a little bit scot free from this Ken Dorsey's from this Ken Dorsey situation. The spotlight's going to be in him on Sunday. Yeah, they should go out and put up forty. I'm taking the Jets for an upset one. Well, I'm going to tell you something. It wasn't just Josh Allen in that game, right? In the first play of the game, they. He completes a ball to Cook. He puts it on the ground. You know, Denver gets momentum in a short field. You know, Davis, Gabe Davis runs an in cut, and he's got, he puts the ball right there. I mean, Michael, right there. And it clanks off his hands, and Simmons intercepts it. So, you know, those are just two of the turnovers in the game. What what concerns me about the, for the Bills is the Bills – can't run or either can't or won't run the football. Now at the last drive where they went down to get ahead, they ran the ball about six straight times. But until that, they were just, you know, it was just like they didn't even care to run it. Um, on the other hand, you look at the Jets and I'm just, you know, I just got to say, please tell me, please, somebody tell me, why Brees Hall doesn't get any more touches than he gets. 13 carries last week. 13 carries. And so, again, what do you do when you don't run the football? You put it in a guy's hands that's not ready to carry a football team. And how many times do you have to see it before before somebody says something? And I'm I'm so tired of Robert Sala coming in and saying the kid's getting better. He's, you know, he's, he, he may be getting better, but he's not good enough to win with. And your best chance to win is to turn around and hand the ball to Brees Hall 35 times a game. Call Antonio Pierce, right? Robert, call Antonio Pierce, get him on the phone and ask him how to win football games when you don't have good enough quarterback play. Here's the secret. Oh, I'll save you the phone call. Run the freaking ball. I thought we were, I thought we were going to get an F word for a minute there. I was so excited. We didn't you get did. it. You got, you got freaking, not, not the other one. Maybe we'll, I'll save that for the FaceTime after. Maybe we'll get one on air next week in Sky Sports, NFL. And if you throw a beer at Seattle, me, you will get one. Well, Seattle at LA. Oof. I am so happy this is a late window because literally I can just rock up to Croke Park, get out, get up the road. Boom. I've missed nothing. Technically. I'm sorry to all the fans of these three teams. 
I'll take Seattle to win this game by 15 points, Jeff. I, I think Seattle win by 10. I think Seattle I – think, watch out now. Seattle's going to be a playoff team. You watch your watch your tail. It's amazing. Pete Carroll, oldest head coach in the league, finds out finds a way to win. Finds a way to win. Oh, he does. He does indeed. Right. Sunday night football. Minnesota with Joshua Dobbs. And the fourth, statistically, the fourth best quarterback in the NFL at the moment in Russell Wilson. Denver, Minnesota. I can't call this because my head's telling me that Josh Dobbs is going to go in on primetime and show Minnesota he's the guy for the future. They're two wins out on Detroit. They've won five in a row. They've got the momentum. But I've got a feeling the Broncos come up and win this game by like a field goal. Who's going to win this game, Jeff? I'm going to, t- I'm going to take Dobbs in Minnesota. I really do. I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, now is it the game is in Denver or Minnesota? Denver Sunday Night Football. Uh, let, let me let me tap the brakes on that one because I think that's a different deal when you got to go outdoors and you got to play mile in the mile high weather a Monday Night Football. I think I think the Broncos will manuf- manufacture another win, but uh, I'm you know I watched Russell Wilson still can make plays like the throw to to you know he made on the goal line or I, it was a touchdown excuse me to uh, <coughs> excuse me <coughs> was a great throw and but it was like I'm not even sure it was to to Sutton I really I don't. No, if I think McKinnon fell down in front of it, and that's who he was throwing the ball to, and then Sutton just caught it, and it was an incredible catch. But their offense is is still not in sync. The best thing they do is run the ball and let Russell, you know, play action and get on the get on the corner and bootleg and do some of that stuff. But I think that's going to be enough. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how much they blitz him in Minnesota because Minnesota loves to blitz. But the problem is when you blitz. Everybody's got their back turned and they're running with guys. And and uh, if he gets out scrambling around, he can make big, big plays. I'm going to ride with Denver in this game. Let's ride. Okay, Jeff. It's the biggest game. It's the biggest Monday night game of the year. Monday night football! It's a massive game. It's a rematch of the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. It's Kelsey versus Kelsey. Taylor versus Donna. There's so many things going on here. Um, I like the Chiefs in a very close game. Only because I was looking at, and I have, I have it here somewhere, I was looking at the offensive line performance for the Kansas City Chiefs through the first six weeks of the season. And through the first 68 weeks of the season, they were really, really good. And then, basically, in the last two weeks, Jeff, um, the offensive line has gave up four sacks and 19 pressures in Kansas City. Travis Kelsey, whenever um, your best friend, the singer, isn't in, isn't in attendance, has been crap. Three catches for 14 yards in Germany, barely done anything. This Eagles defense is still making plays after everything. I don't know what's going on there, Jeff. Good God. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse. You know, it's funny. Like you, sh- you should have answered. Like that would have been even better. Like that would have been. Yeah, that's you know? not a call. I'm going to answer on national news. 
national news. What I'm trying to say is, I feel like the Chiefs will grind it out. They'll win. I think this will be the Super Bowl this year. I think this will be a repeat. I think the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Script writer. I'm, 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 I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the Eagles are gonna win, and I think the Eagles are better up front. You mentioned, you mentioned how the offensive line in Kansas City struggled to protect Mahomes. It ain't gonna, it ain't gonna get easier against these guys because these guys have too deep with pass rushers, and I think, I think you're gonna see that, um, you know, there, there's some the flaw in Kansas City is they just haven't been able to establish. Rasheed Rice has been decent, you know, but they just haven't established, you know, a, a receiver room that scares you at all. And Kelsey's going to get his catches, but, you know, if, you know, he can have six, eight catches for 90 yards and you can win the football game. They don't have anybody right now in the receiver room that can make a big play, that can get, you know, that make those plays that Tyreek Hill used to make. And, you know, until that happens, I think that offense, people are going to make it tough on that offense. Have you heard uh, Travis and Jason Kelsey's Christmas album yet? No. Oh, Jeff. He covers Fairy Tale of New York. It's 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 something to behold. How have you not seen this? It's so bad, but it's so good. I, I, I saw the one that they did last year. They did some Christmas carols. The offensive line did some Christmas carols, but uh, I, I didn't I, I didn't know that the Travis and, and and Jason are doing their own thing now. I'll show you it very quickly here. Maybe, you ready? Maybe maybe they can get signed on uh, Taylor Swift's label. You ready? I'm ready. Bars, Rivers of gold, but the wind goes right through you. Don't be pleased for the old. You first to line, then on a cold Christmas Eve. You must be prostrate, waiting for me. You're handsome, you're pretty, you're the queen of South Philly. And they say Galway instead of Galway. So I mean that's my issue with the whole situation. Well, it's not legit then. If you say if you say Galloway, Galloway, there's no there's no city in Ireland named Galloway. It's Galway. Are you warming to this love story yet? Because it is a love story, Jeff. I mean, no, I'm not warming to it at all. I'm, it's irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant to me. It's going to be brought up on TV next week in Manchester. I'm going to be sitting for beer, looking at you, smiling, going, "Ha ha, this is." That's, I'm actually really excited for next Friday because that's, that's a decent game. Jets-Dolphins. Jets-Dolphins would be, be a great game. You know, If Aaron Rodgers can find a way to get in the field. I don't think that's going to happen, but I do think that it's going to be tough because that's a team that really, really, really kind of matches up really well with the Dolphins because they can rush the passer and they can knock you back and dominate the line of scrimmage. And if they do that, make them one-dimensional they got a chance they got a chance right see us out of this segment i'm gonna go to the questions by month all right this has been jeff reinbold with my man michael McQuay, and, and this is jeff reinbold show for today and we're gonna say aloha we'll see you in a little bit and we'll take some questions